Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. More than a third of young adults are struggling uh, with smartphone addiction, according to a new study causing them uh, neglect of other areas in their life, like washing themselves, etc. Uh, research by King's College London has found that around 39% of people aged 18 to 30 reported symptoms such as losing control over how long they spend on their device and the distress attached with that. And despite moves to reduce the effect of screen time on sleep uh, with a sleep app on the phones, manufacturers put in recent years, experts feared that addiction could also be having a negative impact on what they call shut-eye, i.e. 57% are losing sleep because of it. Now, we were thinking about this earlier on. It's not just sleep. We we're talking about modern inventions in general, but the smartphone itself, it has a lot of, I believe, negative effects in society. Nobody talks to each other anymore. Nobody lives in the moment. For example, at concerts, we're too busy looking to try and get our mobile phone to get the shot. You know, the lack of conversation. Privacy issues, Anthony talked about, or should I say, Joseph mentioned there a minute ago. Work time is now being blurred because your boss is sending you emails at nine o'clock at night. Your sleep is affected by it. An increase in the exposure to pornography, citizen journalism, which can be a good thing, but generally is always a bad thing, if you ask me. And so do you think... The smartphone, not the mobile phone, which I think was a great invention that we could be contacted anywhere, but the smartphone has had a positive or a negative effect on society. Ken, how are you doing? You're on Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Nice to start you, Ken. I mean, look, the smartphone, it's part of who we are almost at this stage. Everybody has one. Even kids have them, um, which is not something I thought I'd never see. But there you go. Do you think it's had a positive or negative effect on society? Definitely in my own case. Uh, definitely positive. Like, I'm um, not sure if Bashling said that I, but I'm actually vision impaired myself. Okay. And so, how does that people, work out? Well, okay, you can use the accessibility options. Exactly in the iPhone, I'd like, be lost without my iPhone and my iPad. Like, to be honest. Um, well, now I, I don't have visual impairment, but I don't have great eyesight. Now I wear glasses, so what I've done is I, I go into the, as soon as I get a new iPhone, I always go into the text and increase the size of the text because I cannot yeah. see text properly. You know. But yeah, and, and is it good if you're visually? How bad is your eyesight, by the way, Ken? When you say you're visually oh, impaired, like in, in one in one eye I have no sight, and the other I um I wouldn't like I wouldn't see the screen on my phone even with the text big that kind of way. Like right, so literally um, you just put the phone very close to your. To- no, there's an accessibility feature built into it's called VoiceOver. It's built into every iPhone. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so it, it'll Literally. it'll tell you and read out the texts for you or whatever it happens read, to be. Read your texts, read your emails, mm-hmm. things from Facebook to WhatsApp, things like that. Um, it's fantastic. Like, totally right. lost with it. And, and and computers, of course, all computers do that as well. Windows does that as yeah. well, and, and exactly. which is great. Windows as well, yeah. Windows, and and yeah. by the way, that is one of the great innovations of the last twenty years for people, you know, who have disabilities, be, be it hearing problems or whatever it is, or visual problems. That we have technology now that can certainly help and assist it's life to be a little bit fantastic. more normal. You know what I mean? Like. To be honest, I've like I only have my iPhone about about maybe eight nine years, and before that, I was, had the old Nokia's there, and I was squinting at the screen. Yeah, yeah, no. I we we the guy worked with us here at one stage, and I think he had, I can't remember the name of the thing he had in his eyes. It was something to do with his retinas, and right. he would literally have the phone about an inch away from his eye. And I don't know how, oh, yeah. how he used to get his finger between his eye and the phone and he'd be scrolling like this. It was a, and I'm going, you're, are you not going to do more damage to the, your good eye by doing that? But anyway, exactly, yeah, but, but I, can, I can see the positives for people like you. Absolutely, Ken. But I can see yeah. the, the negatives it's having on society. You know, is that really right? Um, well, I suppose, like, there is a negative side too, I suppose. You know, as you say, like, you know, if you go... Obviously, pre-COVID, we won't mention much about COVID, but you know, 
when you go, you go meet friends for dinner and they have their heads stuck in their phone. Yeah. You know, when they're eating and stuff like that. And, you know, couples just kind of both on their phones ignoring each other and stuff like that. So it has an exit. It has an exit. There's nothing worse than seeing a young couple out for dinner. And I've been out a few times, say, for me with Karen or whatever. And we would purposely put our phones down, right? But they'd be out, you'd look at a young couple and they're waiting for their order. Maybe they've ordered from the menu or whatever. And the two of them are sitting there, you know, lying back in their chairs, looking through their phones. And I'm going, so what's the point? You could do that at home. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, yeah. why, why would you do that? Or young people, you'd see three of them sitting at a bus stop and they're all on their phones. They're probably talking to each other, actually, if the truth be known, all on their, on their phones. And it's exactly, just, there's yeah. a lack of conversation. Exactly. And what, yeah, about, no. what about all the other, I mean, we've huge privacy issues around mobile phones now. Huge oh, privacy yeah. issues, totally, you know? Yeah. And the other thing as well is, I'm not too sure whether you're working on that at the moment. Do you, do you work? You work at the moment? No, no, no. But I'm involved in a lot of groups online and okay. lots of Zoom meetings and stuff like that. So, uh, okay, be be kept going to be honest. And di- different book clubs and different activities and get out for a walk every day with my guide dog. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, is there? We were only talking about something the other day. Somebody was talking to us about the other day, but we were talking about Braille. And I don't hear much about Braille anymore, but I'm assuming it's still in, in use. Braille is it? Oh, like I have some friends, and they're they're big Braille people. Like they. They'd be like they're trying to they'd be trying to convert people from from into Braille. I'm like not not a hope. Like and can you read Braille? That. Can you read Braille? Oh God, no, no, never. I tried once. A friend tried to teach me Braille, and I had like had no clue to be honest. Yeah, I, it's a it's because they have it on most packets of you know consumable items nowadays. You have the Braille is actually on the packet, yeah. right? Yeah, but I yeah. but I'm wondering. We were wondering, is there a machine that converts text, say? Or emails to Braille for people. Is there so, is there an app out there, there that is, does? There's different. There's different. Um, there's different Braille machines that are available. Like I think one's called the Orbit Twenty and stuff like that. There's different Braille machines that are. So it'll convert like, what's on the screen onto Braille into Braille for you. Yeah, as far as I know, I don't know a whole pile about it now. But as far as there, there is lots of Braille machines and stuff. That I won't be long on. before we have Braille TVs or Braille <laughs> screens that you can actually feel the screen and they'll have little indentations in it that will come in yeah. and out as the text comes up. But I, yeah, look, yeah. I, I, I absolutely understand how it's changed your life. The other negatives I was looking at earlier on were uh, the increase in the exposure to pornography. Um, the lack of sleep that people get. Do you find yourself, Ken, at night, maybe oh. listening to some audio books or listening to stuff like oh, that? I love, like, I love audio books, and I'll put away the book, and I'll be like, I'll just have five minutes on Facebook, yeah. and that's the worst thing I can do because then I can't get to sleep. Obviously, after doing that, and I know I shouldn't, but it's like I'll literally have a quick look and see what's happening. <laughs> right, and and when you go onto Facebook, when you're using the accessibility options, right? I've never tried it actually. I don't know how I turn them on here now, but when you go onto Facebook, right? And then you see people's, I'm looking here now at my Facebook page, for example, and you see people's treads, right? And you see the news feed that comes up. So what I do is I look at it and I read the first line and go, oh, that's shite, oh, that's shite, I don't want to see that, that's shite. So I'm scrolling through it, but there's no option for you to scroll. Is there an option for you to hear the first line of whatever it is? Um, Well, you'll turn on, you'll turn on what I said to you earlier and you'll turn on the voiceover and the settings on your phone, on the iPhone. And that stays on. Then you leave that on. So that that will read every post on Facebook. You'll be you'll be flicking from left to right, and we'll say, "I came across an old boiling post, and I'll have a listen to this." And if 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 it's something I if if it's something I'm interested in, then I'll read on. And if it's not, I'll just skip by and go. To so the next wait, so that's what I'm on. that's what I'm saying. So if you skip by, does it it automatically starts reading the next one? Does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It so does, it only yeah. reads what's on the screen in front of you, not the whole post or whatever, and you don't no, have to wait no. the whole in, thing unless, is read. Unless you, inter- unless you interact with it. Right. Oh, okay. Right. I get you. I get you. I get you. Okay. We'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Keith as well. Keith, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Keith? 
Niall, how are things? Well, look, I can absolutely see how somebody like Ken with a disability has changed his life because there's accessibility options on these machines nowadays. Obviously, yeah. that can make his life easier. But generally speaking, do you think mobile fo- or well, smartphones have made a positive impact on our lives or a negative impact? I suppose they've made a positive. I, I know exactly where you're coming from, uh, to be honest. Um, for me, it's, it's, it's definitely a positive. Um, but I know that it does have a negative impact on, on a lot of people as well. And I suppose maybe from, from what I've seen, um, is it's a generation thing as well, perhaps. You know, I'm 42. Um, I have enough going on in my life. I use it to my advantage. You know, the banking apps are absolutely fantastic. Um, well, I w- I, I'd say the staff of the banks probably disagree with you right now at the moment with them all closing down, but now and ever. Yeah, but that's the flip side because I, I want to be just boom, 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 go, go, go all the time. I couldn't I couldn't tell you the last time I walked into a branch. Uh, to I, haven't been, I haven't been in a bank probably in two or three years. I, longer for me, I'd say, to be yeah. perfectly honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think online banking is phenomenal. Oh, it is. Um, it is. There's no doubt about it. I, but I use Bank of Ireland. I also use Revolut as well. Yeah, same as, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I use N26, and just the real-time uh, payments are just are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, really I, I, find, I find Revolut easier because I, what I do is I get paid into Bank of Ireland and I transfer it to Revolut. I'm sure Bank of yeah. Ireland are not too pleased about that because even with the new Bank of Ireland app, which they released, it's still gobbledygook. You're looking at payments and you're seeing numbers and you don't know what they're for. Whereas with Revolut, as soon as the transaction goes through, you know exactly what it's for. It tells they're you. on the button, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Actually, I'll tell you what I do. I, I bank with KBC, and while they're a brilliant bank, if I lodge a check or a postlord into my KBC current account, it can take anywhere up to 10 days for it to clear. Okay. If I put it into my credit card account, I transfer it to my credit card account, which clears the next day, and then I put that onto Revolut to put that into my current account to cover the overdraft. All right, okay, very good, very good. So, so there, there are advantages in, in that kind of banking as well, but you, you have to, you see, for me, I use it to my advantage. Um, what, about, what about all the stuff that I mentioned? I mean, <laughs> now I'm talking about it from a societal point of view, not just your personal point of view. Um, you know, that's, there is privacy issues, obviously, in relation to mobile phones. You know, basically, we heard there during COVID at one stage, you know, and not that there was any personal information given out about people that they knew where groups of people were tracking, so to speak. Yeah. I, I'm not saying, you know, it's not big brothery. I'm just saying that there's stuff that maybe we were not too pleased about. Uh, the other thing is that, you know, you're, you're, everybody has a camera nowadays. Nothing... Absolutely nothing goes without having a photograph taken of it. Yeah, well, what they're doing now, with the, the, the big uh, lawsuit that's going on in the moment now is Facebook is trying to prevent Apple from giving people the option of tracking on the phone. So the next update now that comes in, uh, you will have the option on all your iPhones, all your Apple devices to allow tracking from any third party. And this is this is the... I think what ha- what needs to be done here, Noel, is... But didn't we well, allow tracking? Uh, pardon me, I remember, uh, was it... Uh, was it Trinity or what UCD came out with it when they brought out the app for COVID-19? Wasn't there an issue around privacy in relation to that at the start or something like that? There was, I know I think they fixed that since. But there was, and I remember Apple had to bring out an update and so did Android in yeah. relation to the tracking because obviously the whole purpose of that app is to track the movement of people and who you've been close to. Which is what they're still doing now on, on that COVID app as well. Like. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what, but what Apple is trying to do is allow people, well, what they are doing is allowing people to choose what apps can and cannot track you. So in other words, if you have an iOS device, you will have full control of who access your, uh, your information, who can but track you. But you not have that already, because I can go into my apps and switch off location on whatever apps I want. Do I not already have that? Yeah, well, that, that's in it. But this is something that Facebook is trying to prevent Apple from doing. Right, okay. 
So this is this the problem. And I think what, what should be introduced going forward, because like there's no question about it, this is going to be in our lives for, for decades to come. And I think the likes of all that kind of stuff should be part of, I know this sounds a little bit ridiculous, but should be part of the curriculum, for, especially for the, the, the next generation coming up. Like, I wouldn't disagree with you. Yes, absolutely. Fifth and yeah. sixth year, we should be talking to them about life skills, absolutely. you know, using mobile phones, bullying, all that kind of stuff, diet, driving cars, all those kind of things should yeah. be all introduced into, into school learning. I wouldn't we, disagree we, with you. We definitely need to update the curriculum. It's, it's outdated with the way technology is going and everything else. Oh, yeah. The, well, see, well, the curriculum, by the way, was set up for the Industrial Revolution, for God's sake. So, uh, we, yeah. yeah, so we need to change it because there are a lot of skills that young people are good at that we're not encouraging in schools nowadays and we're still not encouraging it. And there's a lot Absolutely. of subjects and stuff that we're doing in school that are unnecessary for their lives because life has changed. But, but the only thing is, I, if you said to me right now, you have a choice that we either leave smartphones on the planet or I can click my fingers and they'll all disappear and we'll all just have a mobile phone where we can text each other and call each other, I would click my fingers. Yeah. Well, now, now don't get me wrong. I, I had this discussion with my boss today. You know, there is advantages for us in radio for people having smartphones that more of you listen to us. But then if you didn't have the smartphone, you'd probably have to buy a radio. Um, and apart from that, we, the other advantage is we can promote ourselves, be it on Twitter or be it on Facebook or whatever it is. We promote ourselves essentially for free on these devices. But the Absolutely. downside to that is the abuse and the bullying and the trolling and everything else that goes along with it, particularly when you're in the media, that can be disturbing. And I, I think that can be curbed if we bring it into the curriculum and teach people and educate them as well. There's an easier way than that. There's an easier way than that to stop it. Every app that you join up, be it WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, everybody should have to produce identification. In other words, we can do it for banking apps. I know with Revolut, for example, when I started in Revolut, I had to take a photograph of my passport or driver's license. It had to be validated. So we can do it with banking apps. Why can't we do it? Well, they can, but they just won't do it with the likes of, say, Twitter, Facebook, WhatsApp, or Telegram, or whatever these other apps that happen to be out there. So we should, that should be an absolute given that all these private companies should be regulated and forced to make sure that all their users and the people who use them are identifiable. And, well, that, and I, that, would, that would cut out 90% of the bullying and the trolling that goes on on social media. You see, the problem is that you can manipulate IP addresses left, right and centre just by hotspotting, and none of the masks are actually accurate either. Where I am now at the moment, I'm, I'll tell you where I am. I'm actually in Kerry now at the moment. I'm actually on your app, and my location server is actually turned off. Right, so okay. Well, yeah, but, see, yeah, but if you had to have identification, you, you, couldn't, you can't fool that. Well, if, even if I produce identification, I could still, I could still change. I could, a three-day contract, I could change my SIM tomorrow and I could go to a different location here where it would probably... No, but your location, the point is, your location wouldn't matter. To have an account with, say, your Twitter account, your username, to yeah. set up your username, you have to take a photograph of your driver's license or your passport. Yeah. And it would have to be validated. And that proves who you are. But you know... But, and I do, I yeah, I, you did it for Revolut when you set your Revolut account up. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. So, so the technology is there to do it. So, so they all should apply the same technology. And it would make sure there isn't people underage, under the age of 13, for example, using Facebook. It would solve that whole problem. I think 90% of the bullying and the trolling and the nonsense that goes on in these toxic social media world would stop. Yeah, I, I do. I, I get what you're saying, but I still do believe that there are a lot of people out there who know how to manipulate that kind of stuff. Because tech is easy. Anybody who's educated in it is easy. Like, you've got 16-year-olds mm. building apps now. 
You know, like in fairness. Well, I know, I know, I know. I know my, well, my son, he's 24-year-old. He works for Salesforce. That's what he does. He designs apps. But okay, yeah. what about the other issues? Um, uh, for example, you know, the increase, I, I suppose, uh, Ken, I, I don't know whether you're familiar with this, but the increase in exposure to pornography. Is that a, no, bad, is that a bad thing for young people, Ken? Oh, definitely would be. I got it. Definitely would be. Yeah, yeah. No, it would. I mean, in, um, in our day, we ha- you know you had to find out if somebody had a porno mag before you got to look at a bit of pornography. <laughs> Nowadays, it's available exactly. on an eleven-year-old's phone. Oh, or the yeah. sun, page like, three in the sun is the highlight of the day. Sometimes. Well, page three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see nine nine-year-olds now, and they did like ask mommy and daddy for the latest iPhone or iPad for Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Okay, we'll stay there for a second. And I just want to go to uh, Martina, if I can. Martina, you're on Classic Kids. How are you? Uh, Martina, mobile smartphones. I keep saying mobile phones because mobile phones are essential, obviously part of life now. But smartphones in general, with all this access, are they a good thing or a bad thing? I think they're both good and bad. Um, it, it definitely is an obsession. Like, there's loads of teenagers looking up different, like, cele- celebrities and influencers and... Mm-hmm. They get obsessed with them, you know? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, I want to look like, I don't know, Kylie Jenner, for example, you know, and stuff like that. Doing up their lips. But, yeah. Like having full faces of makeup and stuff like yeah. that. I think that's ridiculous. I really think it is. Yeah, so it creates a huge body image problem that they want to look like these celebrities and they feel like there's something wrong with them if they don't look like them. Or these oh, yeah, Instagrammers, definitely. as they're called, or Instas. Instas. 100%, definitely Instagrammers. Yeah. Do you are you do you like influencers on Instagram? I I don't. I really don't. I I've been up. There are a lot of them. They're very false, aren't they? 13, 14, you know. Yeah. So I was definitely obsessed with them, and I wanted to look like all the other celebrities and like influencers. Yeah. But I, I stopped that because I noticed that it was giving me like. Um, what you call it? A complex. You were getting a complex oh, about yeah, it, yeah. definitely giving me, like, complex and stuff like that. Okay, so, so you're, you're looking in the mirror wondering, why, do, why don't I look like her and how can I look like exactly, her? but, like, all they do is, like, photographs full of filters and, like... Yeah. Just fixing up their faces, covering, for example, the pimples and stuff like that, you know? It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So everybody wants so, to look perfect is the problem. Oh, yeah. And what are the, and what are the other problems? By the way, how old are you, how old are you Martina? I'm 23. Okay, so, and your friends, when you go out, obviously none of us are really going out at the moment, but when you did go out last year, when you were going out, are your friends kind of, their faces stuck in their mobile phones all the time? Do you actually have conversations anymore? Not really, to be honest with you. Okay, so you're all kind of staring into your phones. I went out with my friends for a birthday party, and uh, I was expecting to have a really good time, and we didn't really, because like everyone were taking videos, taking photographs, so everyone was stuck to their phones, you know. Yeah, I watched a video the other night, and, and, and somebody somebody put up a video, and they said a nightclub in the nineteen eighties, and you've seen these people all enjoying themselves, having a great time, and going mad with the DJ, and then they put a nightclub in the year twenty twenty, and there was all these people taking pictures and staring into the mobile phones yeah, while they were exactly. dancing. I think it's ridiculous, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. and I. Like, people do be expecting me, especially my age, 23, thinking the other way. So, like, oh, taking videos, taking photos, you know, but I'm not like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so you think, very, generally generally speaking, it's a bad thing? I don't like it, to be honest with you. No, it, it's a bad thing. It, it really is. And what about, what about your sleep? According to this research, 57% of people aged between 18 and 30 said that they suffered from sleep problems because of phone addiction. 
So I, I don't. I sleep like 12 hours a day. <laughs> 12 hours. <laughs> 12 hours a night. So I don't have a problem with that. But I do notice that like, my boyfriend and my friends do have a problem with that. Because they be on their phones like before they go to sleep and after they... Yeah. And when they wake up like so... Yeah. Keith, have you got a problem with sleep? Does it affect your sleep, your mobile phone? Do you find yourself no. lying in bed going down YouTube, Keith? Not so open I, hell. I do be no. watching videos and be on my I, phone before I go to sleep, but it doesn't affect my uh, sleep. So I, okay. I, I, well, maybe maybe you might sleep earlier if you didn't. But say sorry, stay there, Martina, for a second. Sorry, Keith, go ahead. Uh, no, I actually like what I was going to say there is I think what happens is a lot of it with people is that it's boredom and their head is in overdrive and they're hungry for likes and what's going on with X, Y, Z. Like, I, I have an iPhone, and my iPhone literally goes on to silent mode at 11 o'clock at night, and it and it, it comes on then at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's it. So, like, even calls are coming in, can't hear. I don't even have emergency calls set up on that. I'm asleep, and that's the end of it. I think a lot of it comes down to self-discipline too, now, uh, to be honest with you. And I know certainly me, like, my, my days are busy enough where I, the last thing I want to be doing is quit. And so the only reason I can even access you where I am at the moment is through the app. But as yeah. soon as we're done, that's it. Like it just goes into it goes into night mode, and it's it's as simple as that. So I said on the show there a few weeks back, I even deleted WhatsApp. WhatsApp was hopping off my phone, and I got rid of it. And I switched to Signal. What, no, what I, Signal? I, what Signal? Signal. It's it's a uh, it's it's another. It's kind of like WhatsApp. Um, to be honest with you, but it's like um, Telegram. There's another one called Telegram as well, isn't there? There's one called Telegram. Yeah, but it, the one with Signal is. But I believe all the mad people are on Telegram, are they? Yeah, all the the, the lulas are on Telegram. <laughs> right, okay. I don't, I don't know. I but, just heard I haven't got it, but I believe mad people are on it. What Signal actually uses, it, it quite literally, the, 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 the features on Signal is much better. So you you can actually switch off the bubble for text messaging. Uh, it, you can actually switch off whether you're yeah, on but the problem. Yeah, but the problem for you, Keith, is if nobody else has Signal. Martina, do you have Signal? I don't think I do. No, I don't think I do. So that's how bad it is. We don't even know. It's, actually, it's not a problem. So I follow, I follow Elon Musk and that kind of stuff, and he put it up there. Okay, I'm sure. I'm back. sure he gives you a ring every now and again. Hey, Keith. Let me tell you how the old SpaceX is going. He <laughs> sent you an email. Here's pitch over the signal. But, you know, but the reason it is, like, I have, I have a WhatsApp group of my sisters and a lot of friends and that kind of stuff, and I, I came off. I really and truly did. It was just too much. But the, the reality is, Noel, is that I'm disciplined enough to say, listen, lads, I'm not a sheep, okay? I'm not following every other Tom, Dick, and Harry. If you want to contact me, you can send a text message or you can, send, or you can ring me. And a lot of reasons text messages don't come in anymore is because people think that because they're getting WhatsApp, it's all to do with data plans now as well. So we're going to have a great data plan with Vodafone, and it suits me because where well, I am... Well, I'm very happy. I pay, I think it's 32 a month, yeah. and I get unlimited texts, unlimited calls. Yeah. And I also get uh, unlimited uh, international calls to the UK on that yeah. plan that I have. Okay. Because I had put that on it ages ago for three quid a month or something like that. And even though that plan is gone now and extinguished by, by three, they had to let me keep it because it was on contract. Because you're on contract back yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what happens. You've got a lot of people going out there with three now and they're getting and this new Go Mobile and everything else. And it's just, it's free. It's, well, it's, you want to top up, they're getting unlimited data. You, you don't really need. I mean, you don't really need unlimited data because nearly everywhere you go now there's Wi-Fi anyway. So you. Well, I, tra- I travel around the country and I, I get thirty gig, I get thirty meg off Vodafone, and whatever I don't use gets carried over to the next month. Thirty gig, you mean, yeah. Or thirty gig, rather. Yeah. Sorry, and uh, that gets thirty megs over. wouldn't get you a photograph nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't let me throw my phone on. That's it. All right. Well, like, by the way, do you have a good plan, Martina? Who are you with? Oh, she's gone. Sorry. Okay. Let me just go to Robert. Robert, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, oh, Robert, hang on. I switch on there. Robert, how are you doing? 
Hi, hi. Uh, Robert, yes. okay, back to mobile phones. Uh, well, smartphones, sorry. Are they, have they had a positive or a negative effect on society? Well, I feel uh, at the moment they certainly have positive effects because of the, you know, the situation we're in at the moment with the lockdown. Okay. But my, my main issue, uh, now I think I, I agree with a lot of what Keith was saying, um, but that girl, what was the name of that girl? Martina. What the hell is she talking about? What do you mean? She, well, because, uh, I mean, it's not our fault that she is self-obsessed or that she was self-obsessed. And that but, but, yeah, but, but, but a lot of young people become self-obsessed, Robert. And, and, you know, and that's not their fault. They're young and they're impressionable. Well, that's bad parenting as far as... Well, I'm no, concerned. it's not. We're all, we're all young and impressionable at some point in our lives. When I was young, I had long, white, curly hair. I had it dyed and permed and I had ACDC sewn on me back because well, I was young and impressionable. I was a gobshite. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with being a gobshite. When you're <laughs> uh, my point is, is that this this girl, this I don't know, this fool Martina called. Okay, we'll get, I, she's not on the air now anyway to defend herself. So let's le- leave oh. aside what you th- what you think of her personal opinion. Oh no, okay, so so okay, so I'm, let me rephrase. I just completely and utterly disagree with everything she said. Because, okay, fine. So and well, tell not, me why you disagree. Well, because she focused on one point and one point only and there was so many positives to this situation considering the fact that we are in lockdown um like what i like i have a a friend who has a daughter and she cannot leave the house because she's got a a condition and she has to be very very careful about not getting covid okay so so my point is is that certain people are in a situation where they need they need smartphones they have they literally have nothing in their lives and so I I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to disagree with you in relation to COVID-19 and lockdowns and I do believe that during the lockdowns that COVID or, or during the lockdowns that the mobile phones and technology has helped us to get through this particularly difficult time. There's also a negative side to that as well. You've got sure. way too much information, way too much news, and a lot of it is rubbish, as you well know, and a lot of it is very credible. Um, but in saying that, there's way too much information coming into us. And may I ask you, uh, what do you mean by way too much information? I mean, do you mean uh, disinformation or misinformation? I, I think both. I think okay. both. There's, mis- there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of sensational news. I mean, I remember going back about six months ago there and... It was like every editor of every newspaper online and every uh, media outlet was told, probably every journalist was told, get out and get a COVID story. It's a big story. And, you know, there was, there was stuff like taller people are more likely to get COVID. You know, all these kind of silly stories. Where it, it was just anything as long as it had COVID in it. And they were worrying the heart out of people. You know, I agree. I and agree. then you have all the other mad stuff, you know, the anti-vaxxy stuff and all that other mis- There's a lot of misinformation out there about, you know, babies, fetuses being in vaccines and all that kind of carry on. You've all that stuff as well. So there's the way too much information. People find it difficult to decide what's truth and what's not. The problem I have with that uh, opinion is that uh, if we live in a pl- if we end up living in a, in a place where only the media, the so-called media uh, are, are going to. Uh, be giving us our our so-called information. We don't always know that that media is correct, and uh, they end up having a monopoly. Like for instance, just for example, they are calling these people who are out protesting. Now I don't agree. I, with do, I don't want to get into the protests tonight. But go on, say oh, what you want to say. Okay. Say no, say what you want to say. Well, just just for an example, it's not. I don't want to talk about the protests, but I just want to give an example where these people were being called conspiracy theorists, Nazis, because one man uh, fires a rocket, and now this man. Uh, has discredited the whole movement, and I am not for that movement. Just to be clear, okay, no, no, and, and and I do agree with you. It was a, it's unfair to label everybody 
as, say, a right-wing extremist or something like that, when there are many people who went along to that march, be it right or irresponsible or responsible, went along to that march because maybe they'd lost their jobs, they're on a PUP payment, exactly. and they're struggling through the lockdowns. And I get that. And, you know, and if we only listen to one media, you get one side of the story. And I get that. I do get that, Robert. Well, that's my point exactly. And, and so now we have a situation where we can, we can, we can share stories. Now, of course, of course, you're going to have a lot of disinformation and misinformation and anti-vaxxers. But I mean, you know, I mean, only four years ago, or was it four years ago was Repeal the Eighth? Is that, is that correct? That, uh, repeal the Eighth? No, it was three years ago, wasn't it? Three, three years ago was yeah. Repeal the Eighth. And, yeah. and we had a situation where people were saying, my body, my choice, which I completely agree with. So our uh, anti-vaxxers not allowed to have an opinion or allowed to say, my body, my choice. And if we're talking about uh, uh, it being a negative because somebody has an opinion that we're, we're getting... No, I, 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 I'm a great believer in freedom of speech um, because I do believe there are people out there who have some wacky ideas. I think we should listen to those wacky ideas and then we debate it and we find out if they are wacky ideas. But but go back. let's go back a bit too because I want to just bring Martina back on because you disagreed with her and I want to give her a right to reply to that. Okay, Martina, you're there again. Yeah. Okay, he basically what Robert is saying is when you were talking about the effect it had on you uh, when you were younger that on younger people that they want to look like these celebrities and Instagrammers and everything else that that's not society's fault, that's your fault. It's not with my fault. It's the other people's fault because they will be putting up these photos and like these posts and pictures and stuff like that. So it's totally not my fault. It's their fault. Because that's how they create, create their own world. It's not me. They do. I mean, you, you have to admit, Robert, that many of these people, like the Kardashians, for example, they do have a huge influence over young people because young people see their wealth, see their riches, see how their popularity, and they want to be like them. Just like Robert, when we were kids, I don't know how old you are, we wanted to be like our idols. I, I, I agree, but I mean, you, you, there's always been bad parenting. Oh, I, well, I don't believe it. My parents were good parents, and I wanted to be like my idols. I wanted to be a rock star. Didn't, I mean, didn't work out, and I ended up on radio. But you remember, well, it's not easy to say that you don't have to be like them, but it is hard at the same time, you know? Yeah. Because that's the people who you follow. You don't really follow your parents these days. You follow other people that you see on the internet. So, mm. like, Can I make a point? Yeah. Um, there's a huge difference in being wanting to be in a band and, and famous uh, ACDC. That has merit. But to want to follow... By the way, just, well, it wasn't just ACDC, can I point out and keep people sure. I'm mad? I was into Pink Floyd, I was into Freddie Mercury and Queen and all that kind of stuff as well. Oh, well, you've, then you've got good taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but, but like, I wanted to be like... I wanted to be like them, like most kids. You know, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be like them. Yeah, you know, but I couldn't sure. sing. I wanted to be like Robert De Niro, but then I went bald. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, uh, no, I just wanted to say that to want to be like somebody who's famous for the sake of being famous, uh, I think it's up to the parents, not schools. It's up to the parents to teach children that you need merit. There needs to be a reason to be famous. You have to have something to celebrate. That's why you're called a celebrity. You're celebrating. But now we have a situation where people are famous for the sake of being famous. And it's up to the parents. And and no offense, is it Martina? Martina, yeah. No offense to Martina, but I'm I'm sorry, but in my in my opinion, and I know it's not a humble opinion, but that's just bad parenting. Well, Martina, you can respond to that if you want. Martina, yeah, the, did your parents the, ever say that to you? Well, Martina, you shouldn't be looking up to these people. You should, you know this. The, you're saying that's up to your parents. My parents haven't been around for me. I was growing up by myself, basically. You know, since when I was thirteen. You grew up by yourself when you were thirteen. 
Yeah, I was growing up by myself. I didn't have my mother or my, or my father around. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, by the way, Martina. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, yeah, oh, but, like you shouldn't be saying that, that it's up to your parents because there's people who aren't grown up really with their parents. They're okay, I, 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 the only thing I will say, Martina, is like that would that, be more so unusual. It's not really up to them. It's up to you. It's up to the teenage girl or a boy. What are they growing up like? I mean, to be fair, Martina, and by the way, I'm sorry that you end up in that situation, but that wouldn't be the, the normal situation for most people. To end up in that situation where, you know, at 13 years of age, you're kind of not with your parents. That wouldn't be a normal situation for most people. Oh, yeah, for sure. But there's a lot of teenagers like that. So it's not just me, you know. Mm. Yeah, by the way, somebody wants to know, would you ask that? Oh, God, they're calling you names now, Robert. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you want me to read it verbatim? Oh, please do. Yeah. will Will you ask that Dick Robert, is he a parent? Oh, yes, I have two children. Okay, so what age are they, Robert? Six and nine. Okay, so they're nowhere near that dangerous age yet where they become impressionable. The dangerous age, 13, 14, 15, they start becoming impressionable. So do you think that you're a parent enough? Will you be a good enough parent to guide them through that? Because every parent thinks they're the best parent in the world, by the way. I know they do, but a good parent will have a security system on their children's phone. And they would make sure that everything that their children do is viewed by the parent. And anybody who argues against that is just lazy. I mean, I didn't, I didn't allow my daughter, for example, well, my sons weren't because they're older and smartphones weren't really a thing. My, my kids are not older and my youngest is 19 years of age. But I didn't allow her on Facebook until she was about 14 or 15 years of age, whereas all her other friends were on it from the age of 10. Well, uh, I, think you're I think you're absolutely right. But can I just say, I'd like to apologise profusely for, I, I did not know Martina's situation and uh, that's a very different situation. But yeah, no, I, I, I don't I, think I'm Martina takes offence. I'm, I'm speaking about parents who are making excuses, calling me a dick because I am doing, being, doing what is called good parenting and they are lazy. They're lazy and they're not watching what the children are doing. And I am right about what I'm saying and I don't care what they say. So do you think that good parents can have bad kids? I think good parents can make mistakes, but I mean to continuously make the same mistake over and over again. No, no, just generally. When, when you see kids that grow up bad, uh, you know, who end up you know, stealing or whatever it is or go on drugs or whatever it is, do you think any of those kids can come from a good home? I think, it's, of course, of course that could happen. But uh, I, uh, in this situation, I'm talking about monitoring mm. your children's activity online. And if you're not doing that, you are wrong. You are I, and you know, wrong. But, but you know what part of that problem is, is that technology is changing so quickly. And, you know, I was well up in technology and I always have been. And I think I still am reasonably well up in technology, maybe because I work in media too, that helps. But I've always, I mean, I've always been good on PCs. I'm reasonably good with a mobile phone. But even there's some stuff because there's new apps coming out all the time and new ways, TikTok and everything else. You know, if I was a parent now, I think I would struggle to understand what our kids are doing. Yes, but, but I mean, uh, if you're going to give it to a nine-year-old child a mobile phone... Well, I wouldn't give a mobile phone to a nine-year-old child. No, 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 I don't mean you. I mean yeah. anybody. Like, I, I made that example because my, my son is nine. If I was to give him a mobile phone, I want him to be monitored. And, 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 and these people calling me a dick, they're just... They, what the problem there is is that they are trying to shed the blame onto somebody else. And that's the problem. Keith, by the way, sorry, Keith, are you still there? Yep. Do you have kids? I don't have kids, but I was with girls who had kids, yep. Okay, and what do you think of giving a nine-year-old a mobile phone? 
Absolutely not. Not a hope in hell. Yeah, because no, I, people do, people all over the country, ah, oh, I have to, his friends have them in school, no. and if I don't, he'll be left out. Exactly. I, I, I'm playing devil's advocate. I know exactly where Robert's coming from. I do believe that, you know, morals and discipline should be instilled in children at an early age, and it does come from the house. And I know Martina, is it Martina? Martina, yeah. Uh, yeah. Our, our exceptional circumstances, you know, so I, I get exactly where Robert's coming from. But, I, you know, regardless of what happens in the home, you know, they're influenced at school and they're under pressure then from their friends. And it's, we live in a very different society than what, you know, I'm 42. We live in a very different society than what we did, you know, way back when. So it is, it is, it is difficult, you know. I know certainly, like, I mean, I, my last girlfriend had a seven-year-old, like, and it just it wasn't even on the radar and nor would it be. And, you know, her nieces and nephews, same thing. My own niece uh, up in Dublin, like she didn't have a mobile phone since she was sixteen. Why and at that, my sister was checking it every what? day when she came into school. Martina, how old were you when you got your first mobile phone? I was um, eleven, I think. Eleven. Okay. Well, it probably wasn't. Was it a smartphone? Yeah. Well, it would have been two thousand five. Is the first smartphone? Was it a no, smartphone? It was like a flip phone. Or oh, just a flip like phone that. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. L- listen. Uh, thank you very much, Nita, um, Robert than Keith. By the way, Martina. But just before you go. Um, a lot of people are quite intrigued. When you say that you haven't been with your parents since 13, were you fostered or adopted or what happened? If you don't mind me asking. No, no, I've never met my dad. My mom moved over to Ireland when I was eight. Okay. And then I moved over to Ireland when I was 13. So Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So your family were kind of disconnected. My mother had my little brother and sister, and sister, so I was kind of disconnected from her. Oh, okay. I, I get that. I get that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Martina, lovely talking to you. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Take care of yourself, all right? Okay, thanks. Okay, okay. Uh, loads of people, by the way, texting in. The number is 087-188-0008. Martina, well done. You should be well proud of yourself, so somebody else. Another person says, wait till his kids get a little bit older. I'm assuming you're talking about Robert. Oh, my God. I'd love, I'd love to slap that shite. I, I'm assuming you're talking about Robert. I'm, I'm sure you're talking about Robert, are you? Let me see. Is, is, it there? is she there now? Actually, Robert, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Yeah, I, I mean, Robert, a lot of people are having a go at you here thinking, I suppose, maybe, now I kind of understood you, but maybe for some people you're coming across as Mr. Perfect. You know what I mean? Yes, but this is, when you're bringing up children, isn't the aim to try to, I mean, obviously perfection will never be reached, but is that not the aim when we're trying, like you would not allow a child to, to uh, you wouldn't allow a six-year-old or a nine-year-old to just walk around town alone. So, I mean, it's much worse when you're allowing them to, to go online, they can come across pornography. They can come across all sorts. They can even go, they're in danger of. Uh, I don't know. There was a TV show years ago in, in America called. Uh, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was where they used to trap uh, people. Ca- to catch a predator, or to catch yeah. a predator, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I remember yeah. it on NBC. Actually, do stay me there just for a second because Trees here on Classic Kids. How you doing, Teresa? Hi, Niall. How are you? How you doing, Teresa? Okay, I, I you were the one who texted in there, and said he was in. in there and, yeah. Uh, that guy, uh, yeah, okay, and we know what you we know what you call him. Yeah, uh, but why did you why did you call him names? Why did you call him names? Because he has very young children, and he's blaming the parents. His children Absolutely. haven't gone to secondary school yet. Wait until they do, and he will realise the change, and then he won't be able to be checking on their phones all the time and so forth. Because kids have ways and means around things. I have two myself. How old are your children? My daughter is 12, going on 13. She's first year of secondary. And my son is going into secondary this September. Okay, so how old is he? He's He will be 12 in a few weeks' time. Okay, right. So, And do they both and have smartphones? They have phones, yeah. Okay, and they, they have phones. Are they on social media? No, 
No okay. Facebook, none of that crap. But no, they're on TikTok. They, I'm assuming they're on TikTok and everything else, are they? They see things on TikTok, yeah, but there's no Facebook or WhatsApp or none of that crap. So you're telling me they're but not on Snapchat? I'll, I'll be honest, why is because he's gone on about bad parenting and this and that. Mm-hmm. That lady that was on just, just Martina. before, yeah. Martina, she said, you know, she, whatever, had her problems as, as a child, child yep. and never met her father. I came over here when I was 21 to find my father. I, I, I stopped looking for him. I'm too old now. That had nothing got to do with social media and phones and whatnot. It was just a bad home. Mm-hmm. Okay, Robert, do you want to defend yourself there? That you know, you, yeah, when your parent, when your kids get older, you're not going to be able to control that. They're not going to be with no, you all the time. Not, not at all. Well, well, uh, if, if Teresa gives me a chance to respond, that would be nice. Um, okay. So, um, Teresa, uh, I'd like to turn something around on you. You just told me that I would not be able to uh, monitor what my children are doing when they're teenagers, but you just told me that your children are definitely not on TikTok or they're not making videos. I can turn that around on you. How do you know? How do I know? Yeah. Yes, you just told me that I won't know, so how would you know? Hello? Yeah, sorry, he asked you the question, Tracy. You said that, you know, when Robert's kids get older, he's not going to be able to monitor whether they're on social media or yeah, TikTok. Yeah, he was on about pornography. Okay, yeah, okay, like okay, that. that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. He accepts yeah. that. Yeah. So he, but, okay, but, okay, platform. okay, that's fine. Yeah. He accepts all that. But what he's saying is that you also then in the same breath said, when I asked you, you said your kids were not on social media. They're not on Facebook. They're not on Twitter. They're not on uh, other social media apps. And the only thing they have is TikTok to watch videos. But how do you know that? No, I didn't say TikTok. What I said is that the, the yes, phones are used for schoolwork. They're used for Zoom calls. Okay, okay. So, so okay. So, as far as you're concerned, they're only using it for the stuff for the schoolwork. But how do you know? Oh, th- how oh, do you know they're not on Facebook? At the minute, at the minute, that's as far as I know. That's as far exactly. as you know. That's my point. But what you need is you need uh, you need mirroring. You need you need something so you can mirror everything, every activity. And if you're not doing that, you're a reckless mm-hmm. parent, and that's it. You're a reckless parent. If the, if she's not doing what, she's a reckless parent. <laughs> if she is not. If it's not monitored properly, if she doesn't know what her children are doing online, these children are under. But she said she does. She said she does. Hold on a minute here, Robert. That's just like letting your children downtown and uh, saying, you know. He did say that in fairness. They're they're, they're going to the park and and they don't and they end up forever. Is that reckless parenting? Are you going to have CCTV on your children till they're 18 years of age? Well, can I, can I just jump in here, Teresa, and say that I have three children. Uh, I'm very proud of my three children. And when they I were that... I know that, Niall. I listen to you every single day. Okay. Uh, that's, thank you, thank you, Teresa. And when they were young, I, I, I would be very confident in saying right up to the age of, say, probably now, actually, um, but up to the age of 16 or 17, I knew exactly where they were all the time. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think they ever lied to me. So yeah, I, I and I and, and and they weren't hanging around local shops because they know they would have no, got a kick in a hole. They wouldn't be able to do it. No. So I mean, if they told me I'm going around to you know Eddie's house, I knew they were going to Eddie's house. I knew they weren't going around the corner to the shops. I knew they weren't going anywhere else. I knew that's where they were going. They told me where they were going. I had a good communication in that respect. So okay, can, so I, can, you I, make, to, can I make a good point? Co- oh. Sorry, yeah. I just want to make a point. Uh, I have uh, my my uh, my children when they are older and when they have. Uh, when they actually have access, more access with smartphones, I will have a find my iPhone. So I will know where they are at all times. Mm-hmm. And I will know what they're doing every second on online because I can... That could be a bit tedious now, Robert, oh if you're going to be, if you're going to be tracking them every minute of the day. Ridiculous. Absolutely. That's a bit tedious, isn't it? 
No, it's not. I, 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 I have my job to, to, to protect my children, and I, I'm, I'm, I honestly believe that for Teresa to tell me that I am wrong in this situation is a reckless thing to say. And a it's reckless. Very, very you dangerous. know what's reckless, Robert? I tell you what's reckless: the fact that you have to keep on checking on your children like that. Do you know How what that, that will cause? That will cause a distrust issue with your children, and therefore they won't be You're able wrong. to come and talk to you about things. I'm telling you, it will bite you on the hole. Let me no, tell you that. You're it wrong. will. You're wrong. It You're will, wrong. because I grew up in a house where I wasn't trusted, and it bit them on the hole, because I left home at 16, and I never I looked trust back. My, I, I will trust my if children. Trust, I don't trust, yeah, I don't well, trust the world. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see. Well, mind you, that's the only statement I do agree with Robert said. I I don't trust the world either. Uh, And the world is a strange place now. You have to be able to talk to your children. Oh, no, I agree with you. Communication is the key. Absolutely. 100%. But I want to know know that they're okay. God forbid if something terrible happened, if they got let But I think the point, yeah, Robert, I think the point is making, that Teresa's making is, you shouldn't be ever at a point where you have to track your children. Why don't you put a little cam on their head? No, 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 no. She's wrong, and I'll tell you why. Because I do not trust anyone else, and I want to know in case anything terrible happened to them. I know. Ah, that's are. doomsday stuff, Robert. Robert, Robert, with the greatest respect, Robert, and I am really sorry, by the way, if anybody happens to be listening that something happened to their child. But with the greatest respect, Robert, we live in a country where most likely no anybody listening tonight, their child has not been kidnapped. Because I think in no. this country, there's probably been about two or three kidnappings in the last yeah. twenty or thirty years. And anything that a lot of things. That are happening to children are through people that they know. are familiar. Yes. Completely, family, friends, or whatever. So that's but it might not be about kidnapping. Sorry, no. mm. sorry? It may not be about kidnapping. What I'm saying is it may not be about kidnapping. There, we know that we have children going missing all the time. They run away from home. There's children who, unfortunately, do, you know, the self-harming. There's, there's all sorts of other things that go on. And I want to know yeah. where they are and that they're okay. And that's, there's nothing wrong with me protecting, this, or, or protecting okay. my children. Okay, okay. well then, one, one last question. Teresa, do you believe you can overprotect a child? 100% you can, yeah. I, and I, I do, Robert, as much as I agree with your responsibility and your responsible thoughts, and I complete, because I've done a lot of them myself, but I, if I look back at the way I raised my children, there were times that I believe I overprotected. I understand yeah, of course, that. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 mind you, I, as I said, I'm very proud of them now. They're all doing very well for themselves, thankfully. And they've all, well, they're almost flew in the coop now at this stage. Uh, one of them is gone and the other two are on the way. Good on you. <laughs> all right, listen, lads, ladies, thank you very much indeed. It was interesting and it was exciting. Robert and Teresa, thank you very much indeed. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic. Hit.